Hello, and welcome to The Cash Flush, a programmer's audio scrapbook. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm, and here's what's in the cash this week. Last night at uh, Beers After a Meetup, someone asked me, so if you were going to start a new project, a new back-end API project right now, you could choose any language, what would it be? And I was like, well, <laughs> it depends. Like, that's the eternal answer, right? But it really, it depends on certain variables. Like, am I going to be the main person responsible for it? Is it going to be, like, me and just, like, maybe one other person? And do I need to start right now? Because in that case, I'm going to choose Ruby because Ruby is the language I'm most familiar with. And the language that you're most familiar with is always the one that has the most leverage for you. So that's one answer. Um, Is it a bit more longer term? Do we have a bigger budget? Can I hire a bunch of people? Uh, In that case, in that case, I'm going to start looking at, um, I'm going to start looking at what are the languages that I can likely hire people in and that are going to be able to, you know, quickly get up to speed. Um, I'm not against training people up in a new language, but I also think that being precious about language choice, like, you know, the idea that we're going to choose a language and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be our, our secret sauce. It's going to be the thing that, that makes us so much more effective than any other team. I think that's, that is... That's not a thing. You get maybe 5%, maybe 5% if you choose really well. So I'm going to choose a language that is widely known and is likely to stay widely known. You know, and I don't have a crystal ball, but there are certain languages that are entrenched, like um, Java. Java is a good choice. It's not an exciting choice. It's not a fun choice. Um, it's a boring choice, but it's but I know I can find people. Um and like anyone who has used JavaScript or C Sharp or you know any like of a dozen other languages, even if they haven't used Java, like they'll know Java within like 15 minutes. Um, you know, same for C Sharp. Um, very established at this point. And obviously, the other answer answer is JavaScript because JavaScript is not going anywhere. Um, choice between something like Java or C-sharp versus JavaScript is an interesting one. Um, I feel like... I feel like there are some real advantages to something that's uh, statically typed and built for... uh, uh, designed for large products from the Git projects. Let me say that again. Statically typed and has evolved with a lot of tools aimed towards large projects. Um, So something like Java is particularly attractive there. There's also an element of, what is the maturity of the team? Um, I think there's a certain amount of, you know, some languages are made to keep people from getting in trouble. Java was made to keep people from getting in trouble. Go is made to keep people from getting in trouble. Uh, They're deliberately boring languages, and there's a limit. Well, you can get 
you can get clever in Java, uh, but it takes a lot of effort because you have to learn how to do things like build a class loader before you can get seriously clever. Whereas you can get clever with a lot lower barrier in something like Ruby or JavaScript. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hesitate to make a language choice based on constraining people. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's something to be said for for not leaving sharp implements all over the floor when a team is is less mature. Hi, what's your name? My name is Christine Jones. And what do you do? I'm a software engineer, Java developer. Cool. And here's my one question for you. What is the one thing that programmers need to stop doing? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say that programmers need to stop assuming that they are the user. Hmm. That's kind of my one of my biggest pet peeves as a developer, is when people assume everyone that's going to use their application is just like them. You get some pretty terrible applications that way. So. Fantastic answer. Thank you. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right, so what's your name? Andrew May. And uh, what do you do? So I am a architect and the co-founder of a software agency called CodeTank Labs. And real quick, what is CodeTank all about? CodeTank is all about uh, agile software development for companies that are looking for help finishing or starting their own projects and eventually uh, handing everything over to them so that way they can pull it all in-house. Nice. Okay, I'm going to ask you my one question, and it is, what do programmers need to stop doing? Oh, they, they need to stop looking for perfection. Uh, a lot of software developers burn themselves out because they're, they're searching for that perfect piece of code. They're searching for making everyone happy. Ship it. That is my key piece of advice to my own software developers. Um, we really focus on trying not to let our software developers burn out because of this. I'm constantly telling them, uh, go home, go rest. If you don't have a good work-life balance, you're not gonna be a good software developer. What I expect out of my software developers is at most five hours a day, five, six hours. Because between meetings, uh, conference calls, just trying to relax, wrap your head around things. You can't produce more than that. It's just not possible. And so what I see a lot of software developers thinking is, no, I gotta put in eight hours worth of code. No, no, stop that. It's not a thing. That's not a thing, don't do it, but a lot of them do. Yeah. A lot of them try and pursue that and they burn themselves out. And it's really a sad thing because I see some amazing software developers who are just like, I'm getting out. I ask them why. I'm just burned out. And it's saddening to me because they did it to themselves. Take a step back, go play video games, go rest, go relax. If you don't balance your work life, you're done. So that's, that's the answer. It's a long answer to that one question. That's a great answer. Okay, uh, based on that, I'm going to ask you an optional bonus question, which is, do, do you have a story of an experience that drove that point home to you? I actually do. Uh, 
So I had a uh, software developer lead who absolutely loved. Great guy. But he constantly came in early and left late. And I noticed he was always on Slack. And I could tell his quality of software struggled sometimes. And I could tell he was mentally having issues. And so I just finally approached him and was like, what's going on? He's like, this isn't perfect. The clients aren't going to think this is really good. I was like, stop judging yourself. We're only human. If you push yourself too much, you're going to break. And, and I feel like he did. And eventually, we had to part ways because he was putting all that stress on himself. That's not something a human should do. That will drive you crazy. And that's not good for your mental health. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, where can people find more about Cotank Labs and you online? So, CotankLabs.com, uh, or you can uh, stalk me on Twitter, Mantame. Uh, feel free to reach out to us, uh, info at CotankLabs.com, and talk to us about uh, any needs you could have. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you. So, what's your name? Cody Lambert. And what do you do? Well, I'm CTO at Vendor Registry and co-founder of Knox Devs. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, you're a big uh, com community organizer here. Uh, I, I like to help, or try to help, right? So what, in your opinion, should developers stop doing? Oh, jeez. Um, meeting so much, maybe? <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, tell me more about that. Um, I, you know, uh, I, well, I hear a lot of complaints about that. Too many meetings. I think um, a good streamlined, agile process is uh, can be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. What else? I don't know. I'd have to think about that. It's a good answer. Uh, you know, first one that comes to mind. <laughs> Where can people find more about you and Knox Devs online? KnoxDevs.com. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got a big Slack community close to 1,400 people, I think. So, um, and, and really just trying to, you know, grow the Knoxville community. And um, we did the Knox, Knoxville Hackathon, which you were, you're aware of, and um, looking to start a program soon for uh, junior developers, maybe sponsor some internships and things like that. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. All right, thank you. <laughs> so, what's your name? Kayla. And what do you do? I'm a full stack developer. Awesome. And what is the one thing that programmers need to stop doing? Hmm. That one's a good one. Um, stop writing bad code. There you go. I bet you hear that one all the time. That's funny. Programmers. Um, they kind of remind me of surgeons, how we breed into each other and end up producing more programming offspring. Hmm. Yeah, very cool. And I think it would be interesting to... Uh, uh, marry the bloodlines between like surgeons and programmers and see where that goes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have some really innovative, uh, really innovative technologies come out then. So we need to get like more diversity into the in, of thinking in. Yes, definitely, and not just like because programmers associate with all kinds of people, but how many programmers associate with high class surgeons? That's a very good point. So I think programmers need to. Oh, there you go. There's your answer. Programmers need to get out and be more sociable. 
That's a great answer. Well, thank you very much, Kayla. <laughs> You're welcome, and thank you, Avdi. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Amos Garner. And what do you do? Software developer. And what is the one thing that programmers need to stop doing? Let's see. Being quiet during meetings. Why is that? Because programmers are paid for their opinions, um, they need to use them. So, yeah. so speak up? Yes, yeah, speak up is the one, uh, one thing they need to keep doing, so stop being quiet. <laughs> Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And that is the cash flush for this week. If you like the show, please subscribe. Just look up the cash flush in your podcast app of choice. If you love the show, please leave a review. And if you'd like to support the production of The Cash Flush, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash avdigrim. That's A-V-D-I-G-R-I-M-M. If you'd like to leave me a message that I can respond to in a future episode, you can also do that. Just install the Anchor app can find that at anchor.fm. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to flush.